welcome back to the show that is spiraling endlessly toward the Royal Rumble weekend. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am now living in a new era. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he's not so sure it's a new era. Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Hey, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm the Shin Kicker. And this new era looks suspiciously like the old era. Run by the old people. <laughs> yeah. It's... You can't... Okay. You can't just give Apollo Crews 10 minutes of screen time and then try and turn everyone into Becky Lynch and call it a new era. It's the same era. Look at these new faces. They're coming sometime eventually. But look, Apollo Crews, he's been here for a while. And look, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder got on his first Raw match in 2018 for the last Raw of 2018. I really, really hope both Zack and Mojo go to greener pastures and uh, get hype somewhere else. I don't, I don't see that happening. I just, I, I, if you follow Zack Ryder on social media, it is. It, I don't think it's none of it is like oh the company's doing this on purpose because you know they're eventually going to push him towards the intercontinental title again or something like that. I think it's just sad Zack Ryder being sad Zack Ryder and like saying you know, I, I, they they did a video with him after that match of saying like our big things on the on the horizon for Zack Ryder in 2019 and it's just them talking to him backstage about you know you know I just been doing my thing just trying to wait for that opportunity and. I think that's really just Zack Ryder's life now. Like he buys toys with uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins and posts them on YouTube for WWE. Like it's on their official channel, but I think they have like nothing to do with him. He pops up on main event every once in a while. And he was just tweeting the other night, you know, they WWE tweeted out that video and he retweeted it saying, I mean, I'm, I'm here just waiting for that call. You know, I should be there at that live event in whatever city it was instead of here at home with my cats. But you know how it goes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. None of this is meta. None of this is building towards a storyline. This is just Zack Ryder being sad. Yeah, it's Zack Ryder. I'm sorry. I'm, I am just for the entire universe. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he's sorry, too. Um... Yeah, Vince McMahon uh, is back on TV, and I'm guessing this is probably the last time we're going to see him for a while because he's going XFL on us uh, next year. But holy hell, does he look older than ever? And I know that's because he is older than ever, but when he talks and like his, his mannerisms, like everything about him is just like, this is literally my last run at this. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. That's, that's Yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, time marches on, Jason. Of course he's going to look older and, and be struggling and uh i'm glad he's getting it's hopefully it's like uh undertaker coming back and we're like gonna stop chanting for the guy and thinking it'll be better when he comes back because sometimes it's good to be reminded that people get old and die uh true yes it, it is a fickle mistress and uh sorry fickle 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 that's a, that's an official chant now. You, yeah, have, to do yeah. it. you have to do it like that. Um, I uh, yes, you're right, and um, I j- I just wonder if this actually leads to something like events like actually like you know steps away and somebody else gets the reins of Raw because he's like okay I I have to put all of my uh, my uh, focus into XFL to make this a success and I th- I think it launches 2020 so it's not even this next year but 
he'll he'll have to at some point. You know, he can't he can't split his focus that way. So I wonder if he would hand off like the main roster stuff to Triple H finally. And I don't know. I I just wonder what it means for for 2019 for WWE. I know they have that big deal with Fox coming up in October. I think for SmackDown, mm-hmm. that's switching over and that's going to be huge for them, uh, especially as far as as money uh, money deals go. So yeah, I. I, I, it was fun seeing them out there talking about a new era and new faces. You're going to see new talent. You're going to see new opportunities, blah, blah, blah. But thus far, it's just been, hey, all these guys are backstage just waiting to come out and say a thing every once in a while. And, oh, here's Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre for the 50th time. <laughs> Sorry, Dolph. I At least we got a good blow off. I, I, I've been very cynical about the whole new world, and I think it's stupid that everything is now done by an applausometer. Do you think this person should get a championship belt? Chant if you agree. It's really stupid. But I'm, I'm very optimistic. They've done a few things right. They got rid of the uh, automatic rematch clause, yeah. which I've been clamoring for for a while. A lot of people have been clamoring for for a while. And they've they've straight up denied like matches that I wanted to see because of it. Like the I would have watched another Seth Rollins versus uh, Dean Ambrose because I think they probably could have done better with a do over. Sometimes you need a mulligan. I, I think they needed a mulligan, but you don't get a mulligan because there's no automatic rematch. And I think that's actually good. I think it was good that they had a big blow off uh, steel cage match for Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre, I think it ended the right way. I am optimistic for how that part is is shaping up. I just don't I don't want them to turn to the crowd every time they want to do something. And I don't want what what don't I want? What I really don't want is what they've been doing with uh Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I think that is a really ham fisted way of them trying to get like you know what's really great anti-heroes let's make everyone an anti-hero well especially because i feel like it's going nowhere like this the whole especially the aj styles one show me the real aj styles and what are you gonna do oh you punch vince mcmahon oh that's that's brave uh that's a new character thing remember what the last person to lay their hands on vince mcmahon was or who it was kevin owens kevin owens and then like two weeks later he was in a porta potty Covered in goop. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's not a good port- portent of things to come. But I just a portent I, potty. The <laughs> nice potent portal portent petty put it. <laughs> I don't feel like it's going anywhere for Rollins or Styles, and it's yeah, it's just it's just more of the same. It's not moving th- anything forward. If you want to move things forward, make Braun Strowman your champion at Royal Rumble. Take it off a of Lesnar. Yes. Have yes. Braun Strowman challenge against. Drew McIntyre, another new challenger, essentially, for the Universal title at WrestleMania. Like, yeah, Heck it's yeah. not going to be like the the marquee Brock Lesnar fights again at WrestleMania match you you just so desperately want to see, but uh, meaning WWE, like, brass. But it's new, and it's, it's at least trusting these guys instead of, oh, well, uh, we had Braun Strowman going up against Roman Reigns for a while and doing the heel thing, and now they had to, we had to scuttle that because Roman had to duck out, so... Uh, what are we going to do now? Uh, Dean Ambrose, you're champion. Uh, you're Bane. Go with it. It's just, 
yeah everything just feels so slapdash and like nothing is given care and and this is on the raw side i should say on smackdown i still feel like even though we got uh taped shows for raw and smackdown over the holidays i felt like smackdown still moved things forward and made it interesting uh i i agree smackdown's definitely better i do think i still feel like uh drew mcintyre has been booked properly through this whole thing and that it he has be fine there's he been a bit so of a far, lull. yes like they they, they do- dawdled a little too long on Dolph Ziggler but that's just holiday we don't want to do too much when people might not watch so I get that that's fine but yeah uh on the whole Raw has been better but like you said or sorry Smackdown has been better wow that was a mistake uh Smackdown has been better but the AJ Styles stuff really makes me worried about the future of it like that's stupid don't do that he's been fine let other people take the spotlight for a little bit, but you don't need to find the real Seth Raw or the real AJ Styles. The real AJ Styles beat up your son, dude. Who now you have to like set up play dates with the Miz with? That is also stupid. Like SmackDown has gone down the last two weeks, and it's because of AJ Styles and the Miz. They're two best people doing stupid stuff. Uh, I I disagree about the Miz. I think the Miz uh, still has tremendous upside. I think uh, it's it's kind of reshifting focus with Daniel Bryan no longer being there to bounce off of as the bad guy. So I don't. I honestly don't know if he's being you know just smarmy dickhead heel about this whole thing and like you know lying to Shane about his daddy daddy issues and wanting to be a tag team partner or if he's like genuine and like I just really want to be successful and want to like make my dad proud and you're the one that can help me do that Shane and Shane finally says okay let's do this thing why not and I it if he is able to get Shane in one of those stupid goofy outfits for like Wrestlemania this this is all worth it. I understand. I'd rather see Miz versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania for the title. That's my dream match. But if we instead get a little shift of Miz and Shane versus a couple other guys, and Shane is wearing a dumb outfit, I still think it's a it's a decent payoff. But I I I don't think the Miz and AJ Styles are com- comparable uh, in terms of what they're doing right now. I think AJ Styles is 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 floundering without the title, and they're trying to find what what's next for him. The Miz, I think, is is keeping on, keeping on. Yeah, I maybe the thing is, if they're gonna do the match at WrestleMania, he has to do a face turn. And if this is them trying to face turn him by being sympathetic, don't put him around Shane McMahon because I hate that guy and I hate everything that involves him. So you're 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 poisoning me against that from the get go. And if this is a long con screw job. Where he's going to say, like, you took my trophy. That should have been my trophy. And kicks him in the butt. And then face crushing finales him. And then lets the, I don't know, bar beat him up for 20 minutes. Then he's a heel. And I don't want to see heel versus heel at WrestleMania either. So I I just don't know where this is going, where this is leading. And I don't like Shane McMahon. Even in a stupid suit. I I will not argue with it. I do not like Shane McMahon. Yes, that's... I. I don't want him involved in WrestleMania in a fighting capacity in any way, but I imagine that's probably what we're going to get in some way. So I've just uh, resolved to be okay with that. Um, I think I'm okay with and actually really excited about was uh, New Day kicking off the new year in style with a little bash that they threw uh, where Big E uh, wore the diaper as he was baby new year. Uh, refused to give up the pancakes, even though they're supposed to leave him in 2018 and pulled them many, many pancakes out of his, 
tights as they've uh, 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 Xavier Woods has, has explained that it's so funny to them because he's actually pulling them out of his tights. Like there's no little pocket there. He's putting them in and pulling them out of, he actually just keeps them in his tights. So for him to be eating those is just disgusting. I and, the, and not, then when he throws them out into the crowd, they're just like, Oh man, you, you, you should not be doing that. I am. I'm not a big food safety guy, but don't do that. That is so gross. I do it, but don't kids don't eat them. Like you, uh, you, yeah. you, you receive it as a gift and then throw it on the ground. Do not, do not put that sweaty don't, cake. Then anywhere you, near even your then, mouth. if you throw it on the ground, you had to touch it and you probably bought a churro. So yuck. <laughs> Love your judgment of kids. Don't, don't catch that pancake. You probably bought a churro kids these days. Well, I mean, I've been to one of those events. Everyone has churros. We're nachos. I've never, I have never once bought a churro or nachos at a raw, at a, at a WWE event. I must be missing out. I bought T-shirts. I did not buy churros or tea. Or, you were uh, the one who judged me for not buying food for my kid. It's not churros or nachos. Get like cotton candy. It's easy to eat and it's gone pretty quickly. And oh, cotton candy's gonna get Biggie's nut germs all over it. It's gonna get in the little crevices. Uh, like a we're, churro. We're, we're outside of worrying about the- what what Biggie's doing with his crotch. We're, th- this is just buying a concession thing for your kids. Leave, leave Biggie's crotch out of this one for once. I won't leave his crotch out of anything. I I get that feeling now. Uh, Rusev, our sweet Rusev, is now U.S. T- champion. Uh, I that th- this is what All was is right, right about the world. S- SmackDown over the holidays that they taped the episode, but they still did something that mattered. And uh, I don't think you know. I don't think necessarily Apollo Cruz should have won the Intercontinental Title in his match. But uh, having Rusev win this one, especially after it's been a back and forth for a while, uh, was was very gratifying. And I I love his promo the next week. And I I just hope Rusev gets to be sweet, beautiful Rusev with a title uh, for a while. Yeah, it's this 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 was actually a decent feud. It wasn't obviously not Nakamura's best work, but it was. I mean, some of the best work he's done in WWE. And it was it was good. The right man won, and Rusev's got a belt, shiny shiny belt to go with his yes. beautiful beard. And now chance USA just because he's a face, and you know that yeah. I'm the U.S. Mm-hmm. champion, and I am so excited about the USA Rusev Day USA Rusev. It's just it's I'm just glad I'm happy for him. I'm happy he gets to be happy and and enjoying life on the show. Uh, you said Nakamura, you know it's not his best work. I think it was his best main roster match. The, the title match with Rusev and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure even though automatic rematches are not a thing anymore I'm pretty sure he's getting a rematch at Royal Rumble or maybe even on Smackdown I'm pretty sure that's happening I think they'll have him earn it which is heavily in air quotes because what it takes to earn a rematch I'm sure is going to be very dubious sometimes but I, I'm pretty sure they already just gave it to him, but I, I could be wrong about that. I do not have that right in front of me, so I'm not going to swear by it. Uh, one thing I will swear by is that Becky Lynch is the new Stone Cold, and it's official now because uh, she basically gave John Cena the finger to his face. Uh, her interaction with John Cena was just perfect. Like having him come back and make jokes about his silly hair and his personal life. And then her just ragging on that, but also, you know, say uh, throwing him out of the ring to get the pin and then get him to shake his hand and give him the, you can't see me like just leaving him standing like, 
okay, I deserved that. Was I I I loved it and uh I I didn't really love anything about John Cena for it. I just loved that it, Becky Lynch got the the rub on in all of it. Uh I I agree. It was it was all well and good. Uh I'm a little worried that he's going to use this as an example of times he was bullied in his public service announcements to kids. Because the last, he's like, yeah, I know what hardship's like. People make fun of my hair. Shut up, John. Shut up. Your hair's your own darn fault. Um, but no, 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 this was great. Becky Lynch can do no wrong. And I am super excited for everything she's going to do in the new year. I also love that out of that match, uh, Andrade Cien Almas, the loser of the match, uh, comes out saying, 2019 is my year. It's like, okay. Why'd you win that match then? <laughs> that it was against the, Becky Lynch. Well, like, yes, the man, the man stands for no one. Yeah, the, there was the the right call on, on on who won that match, and I don't, I do think it's going to be Cien, Andre Cien almost his year. I really hope it is. He gets better every time I see him, and that's he already started as one of the best. So I hope I, he becomes an even bigger thing, just so you have to say his name more because that yeah, that was I, a joy, that was a journey. I will say his Andre name. Cien Alma. <laughs> There's an S at the end, isn't there? There is. That's not how you said it. You called him Andre. Uh, I can't wait for that to Andre, continue. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Andre Cien Abel. Yeah. Anyway, he's amazing. Uh, Selena Vega is amazing. Make sure you keep them separate because they seem to be kind of like trying to make one. They're almost like trying to make uh, Andrade the 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 valet and her the wrestler which is completely backwards and wrong but you know other than that everything is good i think if she has more singles matches and he shows up with them not not as a valet but just as as support just like i'm you're you're there for my matches as my manager or whatever so i'm gonna be there for you i think that would be good um but yeah it's uh it is kind of odd the way he does the whole, you know, catching the ropes and pose. And then she runs over and slides underneath him and does the same pose. It's just like, oh, wait, 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 wait. He's there. I have to go hit my pose. We have a thing. No, she can do that pose anytime she wants. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, more Selena Vega on my on my TV, please. Um, there's a brief, because uh, she and Aleister Black are married now. Um, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, they were a thing. I did not know that before the fact. And then they had a, a I want to say it was a secret wedding. Uh, just before I gotta go holidays. find the pictures so that I can see the one person who's horribly inappropriately dressed because there's always one at every wrestling wedding now. It's my new hobby. This is what I, I'm gonna do a, the rest of the show. There's usually more than one because it's a wrestling wedding, but uh, I I don't know that that was the case with theirs since it was a secret uh, affair. But they they have a ma- uh, uh, video for Up Up Down Down where Alistair Black uh walks. Xavier Woods and Zelina Vega, who is there. If you didn't know they were a thing, it'd be like, why is Zelina Vega there? Um, but through the streets of Amsterdam, where he's from, uh, to a game shop there that he knows about, and they, they get some stuff. And so that's that's a fun little Alistair Black outside NXT video for you. Um, really briefly, what do you think of Mustafa Ali moving up to the main roster on SmackDown? Uh, I think it's good. I think he's done really, really good. It's, I get, I, I guess this is part of the reason they decided to find the old AJ Styles because we already now we have a new smiling, flippy AJ guy. Styles. Yeah, 
He's like, oh, hey, look, we have ethnic AJ Styles. We don't need white bread AJ Styles anymore. So do something different with him. But I, I like Mustafa Ali. I think he's great. And I think this is... There needs to be more movement between the shows. I like the shows being separate. I like them all being their own little universes. But if people aren't moving back and forth and going up and down, it they, they don't feel connected. They don't feel like... It's like if Ant-Man never showed up in any of the other movies, you wouldn't care about the Ant-Man movies because it wouldn't feel like part of the story. So now 205 feels a bit more like part of the story. But now other people need to go to 205. Like, they need to keep going back and forth. Like, remember when... Of course you do. Your boy, Mike Kanellis, went to 205. You you were so excited. How happy did that make you? That should happen all the time. I mean, they uh, as part of the new era, Drake Maverick did say on 205 Live this week that new faces are coming soon. So, uh, Lars Sullivan. Uh, th- he could be a tag not. team. I bet he's. I bet he's 410 pounds. I I no, he's not 410 pounds. And uh, please don't put him on that show. That would. Uh, there would be no more 205 Live. I like those guys. Um, well, briefly, we're, oh, that's that's a great segue. We're going to move right quick to 205 Live because I did watch that this week. Uh, I haven't been able to keep up with it uh, completely, but they are, just like everything else in WWE right now, sliding towards the weekend of Royal Rumble. Uh, that was not a joke in the opening of the show because uh, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live... NXT, everything's sliding that way. So uh, 205 Lives is setting up a fatal four-way for the title at at Royal Rumble. And uh, two of the matches uh, solidified two of the competitors in that match, and that's Kalisto and Tozawa. 205 Live is doing... A, it's only an hour-long show, so they can only have you know two or three matches. And they're doing a thing now where they have two matches, and both those matches get like 15 to 20 minutes. And in the case of some guys, that's not going to be a great thing. Like I, when uh, the previously mentioned Mike Kanellis had to fight, uh, I honestly can't remember who it was. It was a tag match, but it, was, it wasn't a great match. Like none of these guys could carry that long. Uh, so it wasn't, it kind of fell apart in the middle. These matches, it was Kalisto versus Leo Rush and Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak were both very good matches. Um very different too. Like they, they just uh, the Kalisto and Rush was very quick. Um, it's nice to see Leo Rush, you know, wrestle versus just being uh, Bobby Lashley's butt monkey. And so, <laughs> sorry, I like the word butt monkey so much. Well, it's literally what he looks like. The way he scrambles, the way he he looks like he could just run right up Bobby's butt and be perfectly comfortable in there. Especially the way Bobby presents now. Uh, it's just, it's it's just natural, so yeah, we have three of the four men in that match, and of course Buddy Murphy is the champ, so he's defending, and so that 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 was a very good uh, episode of Two Hundred Five Live. I'm glad I watched that this week. Yeah, I I need to start watching Two Hundred Five Live. I I I I love the one hour wrestling shows. I think they're so much tighter. I think they're so much better. I've uh, really just started digging on NXT US and UK. And uh, Defiant Wrestling is back uh, with their one-hour weekly shows. And it's always been a fan of Lucha Underground when it's around. One hour is so good. So I, I need to watch 205 Live. Well, 205 is also interesting because unlike the other hour-long shows that you mentioned or the NXT shows, they don't tape all at once. So 
has a different kind of, it feels more weekly somehow. Uh, there's something about NXT you can tell like, well, I'm not going to see this guy on this next show because he just did an episode and they wouldn't want to put him on all the episodes, this group of tapings or whatever. So it's good that never you... bothers me. It doesn't bother me. I just, I, I, I notice it because I know how the shows are taped, but um, yeah, speaking of NXT, we're going to move to NXT because um. Again, things are setting up for uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Phoenix. I think it's Phoenix. Uh, they, nah, okay. Yes, yes, it's Phoenix because the, uh, the the two letters on the outside make the fangs of the of the snake on the Wait, logo. An X is making a fangs? No, on the outside. They, like the, the N and the R or whatever it is, like swoop in and come down like fangs of a snake. Just look at the logo. You'll see what I'm talking about. All right. I'm, now That's... I have to look this up now that I'm done looking at. There are no wedding photos for Selena Vega and Aleister Black. I told you it was a secret wedding. You still um, take pictures at a secret wedding. Maybe they it's didn't. Not a secret now, dummy. That's why we're talking about it. I feel like Aleister Black would be the kind to like do some kind of occult magic and like deny all electronic devices. Like just they all just shut down in the vicinity of the wedding. That's not even yeah. kayfabe. I just feel like he would do that in real life. I, I that would be awesome. The only everyone I go, it's just a, it's the same. Uh, it's the obvious the picture. If you're going to show Zelina Vega right now, this is the picture you saw where she's got the roses and the crown and the the the. Selena Vega, and then it's always just some weird one of Aleister Black sitting crisscross applesauce in the middle of the ring. It's like these are the only images we have of these people. I love when you describe CM Punk and Aleister Black sitting crisscross applesauce. It just makes them sound much, much, much less menacing than they are. Um, you're not because, wrong, but I, they're I know. sitting crisscross apple. You don't. I, you're an adult. Don't sit down on the floor. But also, adults with children are the only ones that ever call it that. So that's not everyone in the wrestling uh fan world so it's just us yeah i'm sure there's a lot of other fans anyway what were we talking about it was not this you got to watch nxt uk yeah uh, not not for the first time i don't think but you got to watch a, a full episode you did not watch the two episodes because you did not realize like a lot no, of fans i know there's two of them <laughs> they have two episodes every week um i i hope they're getting away from that as they're getting closer to nxt takeover no sorry nxt uk takeover blackpool that is too long a name. It's a long just, one. Just it's a long call one. it Next Pool and move on. Next Pool. That's the that's the next Deadpool movie. That's taken. Um, so what what do you think? I, we're moving towards again that that event. So they're building all the matches towards that, just like you do on an NXT. But uh, you got to see some of these guys in action. What do you think? Did you have a oh, favorite? I, uh, favorite performer. Uh, favorite, favorite performer. Favorite team. Favorite thing. Oh, it's, I, I, I am a huge fan of all these guys. I've I've been big into the UK wrestling scene, I guess, since we started doing wrestling again. You brought me back into wrestling, and I'm like, oh, what other wrestling is there? Oh, look, apparently British people wrestle. Hey, they're pretty good. That was kind of my transition back into wrestling. And so uh, I, I think if I had to pick just one, it would be Joe Coffey, just because that man is not a man i think i think they're gonna do genetic testing someday and he'll be like half bear or something i don't know it's amazing there are many guys in xt uk who looks like bears so i would say that if he if that's true then he has bitten them and given him his bear man powers 
There is some like bear like hanthropy going on in, in the backstage there. Instead of steroids, they're like, shoot me up. They're like, bite me, Joe, bite me. I need the chest hair. I, I, my, right now, my favorite thing about Gallus is their laid back, chill version of the NWO theme. Hey, yeah. It, it, it feels. Now that you say the bear thing, it feels like three bears just like lumbering out on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that song. <laughs> Watch it's... a video of bears slowly walking around and you'll be hard pressed to find a difference between the two. Exactly. And yeah, so they're fun. I, re- I really like them. Uh, always been a huge fan of Travis Banks. Uh, yeah, I, a lot of good stuff going on. So very, very excited to see to actually start watching it like it, it just felt right as always watching me like ah this is what i should be watching this is how wrestling should be done it's nice it's short it's quick great wrestling can't wait to see what's next so 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 you watched the episode with candy floss correct yes i did okay uh, alexa bliss 1.0 as i as i call her because that's essentially what alexa looked like when she came in um Okay, so you did. So you got to see the Gallus versus Mustache Mountain uh, semifinal match for the tag team titles that they've announced. Yes, it is. Uh, will be finally crowned at, at Blackpool. Um, of course, that match was hot fire because Bate and Seven could have a five star match in their sleep, uh, especially Bate, who is you know like fifteen compared to. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he's. It's a, He's a phenom. I, I want to say I want to say Trent Seven is like in his late twenties, maybe he might he might be in his thirties, but he's not. They're not like that different in age, but they play it off in such a way that Trent Seven seems like he's fifty, and Tyler Bates is like eighteen year old apprentice, and you know can do no wrong and gets the hot tag and doesn't even rebound off the ropes like everybody else. He does it with his head and shoulders because that's just how he wants to do it. Um, yeah, I could watch those two wrestle any match, and holy I, I crap, love... he's thirty-seven. Trent Seven? Yeah, he's okay. older than I am. I, it's, I, I mean, anyway, yeah, it, it it works for the whole thing. I, I I I had to look it up. Like I don't know how old he is. I did not expect him to be thirty-seven. Um, but no, they are they are the quintessential UK tag team. I love what they're doing now that they've beaten Gallus, I think they're going to take the whole thing. So, but yeah, that, that was, was shocking to me. I, I just assumed the finals of this would be mustache mountain versus Gallus. And yes. now that it's not, uh, I'm trying to remember the other two teams that are supposedly fighting in the semifinals the next week. I know Eichner and Bartel who are on this match that you watch, uh, the uh, show that you watched, uh, demanded on the next episode, a shot at the titles and, uh, the the uh, Sid Scala, the now uh, co-general or assistant to the general manager, whatever his name is, whatever his title is, assistant uh, general manager, assistant to the general manager. Yes, uh, he basically said, you know, that you haven't been here long enough, you haven't earned it, so get out of my office, and also, you know, please don't beat me up because <laughs> that's I'm, I'm I'm a small man, you can't beat me up now. I'm management. Um. So that's not happening. I can't remember who it is who's fighting uh, otherwise for the titles. But, yeah, I can't see anybody but Mustache Mountain taking it for the first time. Uh, But they also surprised me with Rhea Ripley taking it from Tony Storm, which I think may have been because Tony Storm legit got injured. Um, It's, yeah, too hard to tell there. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see the finals of that. And I, I, the... 
fact that you didn't get to watch the next episode, though, hurts me because you did not get to see what I was talking about before, which is them doing a contract signing in NXT UK, which is perfect because both men get to wear, like, velvet jackets or whatever to come out to the ring. But Sweet Joe Coffey, your boy, comes out to the ring, sign his contract in a peacoat. In a what? <laughs> a peacoat. We talked about this. You don't know what they are. And yet you I've, assume I do now. What's a, oh, what's a peacoat? Look up peacoat. Just look up a picture. You'll see it. It's a coat, a big wool coat, big collar that you can flip down, has big buttons. Oh, that's that's just, just a British coat. It's a very British thing, yes. But yeah, the fact yeah. that he came out in one in like... Uh, uh, Paisley pants and and uh, Pete Dunn, sweet Pete Dunn, has no socks on. It, it was just a it was a fun look, and of course it went as exactly like you think a contract signing would go in WWE, NXT, NXT UK, and uh, that just the fact that he came out in a peacoat was I, I thought was brilliant. So I I was sad okay. that you did not get to see that episode, but I, it wouldn't have meant anything. I was just like he's just wearing a coat. Is it Colton there? Come on, just you don't need a coat. I just, I just love you've that. Got, look you've for... got your own sweater on at all times, Bear Man. <laughs> um, I feel like Wolfgang has more hair. I don't think Joe Coffey has as much hair as you think he does. I do love Joe Coffey's voice. Like, I feel like his voice is not the voice of a heel. His voice sounds too. And this is gonna be a weird way to describe the man's voice. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel I feel very come on to when Joe Coffey talks. He's not even like a smarmy pickup artist character. No, he's, he's just... not. He's just Scottish or Irish, and that's enough. I don't know. I, I feel like I would be safe in his arms when he talks. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You'd either be very safe or very unsafe, depending on his mood. True. Uh, yeah, we've got a, other another match set uh, for Blackpool is Mastiff versus Eddie Dennis who they just are desperate for us to believe is a big man, even though he's like six, five, I think which is just an inch taller than I am. So, but the fact that the doorways in the UK are so friggin' short, it makes everybody that's, you know, can't go through them without ducking look like giants. That's my I, I didn't know the doors were shorter there, but okay. Oh, really? You never, I, I, it's a, uh, yeah, they're, they're like extremely like, and the stairwells are really tiny. It's it, they're built for tiny people that you know back in back in the day. That's where the history is. Okay. We don't have any tiny things like that in the U.S. because everything was built. You, know, you say that, but are, uh, the roads in back where you're at are tiny and stupid. <laughs> the roads back where I'm at, where am yeah, I? Yeah, the where, East Coast. On the Your East Coast, the roads are tiny and stupid. Yeah. I mean, I've I drive been to Boston. On, I've been to New York. They're tiny. I drive on like two or three lane roads, pretty much every. I mean, six lane roads, but pretty much every day. Well, yeah, but see, that's the thing. You you see a lane and you think that's two lanes, but that's just like out here. That's one lane. So what you're telling me is people on the West Coast can't drive. I'm just saying we have space. We have space. We just take it up. Anyway, never completely gone off the rails. Let's wrestling. And that's wrestling. fine because the other thing I'm going to talk about is a Tony Storm match, and she still makes uh, faces that drive me insane. I, I she and uh, Diana Perrazzo, who are was formerly she was in the May Young Classic this year. She it was in NXT US, I guess now NXT original OG, um, and now she's just shown up in the UK 
because and she and Tony Storm are like friends. So like, oh, let's have a you know a friendly match, and then I I think it works better if you see Diana coming out and saying like, oh wait, I can like make a name for myself if I beat Tony Storm, so I'm gonna beat the crap out of her. And, you know, doing nothing friendly in the match and Tony kind of realizing eventually, oh, wait, she's actually, you know, she, she's mad at me. Like, she, she's not, this is not just friendly anymore. I need to win this match. Uh, but, yeah, her her face is still look like a small child acting like a rock star and it drives me insane. Uh, somehow you are the meanest person. It's not mean. She did get a new, like, bangs look that kind of works a little better. But still, just that it... it Got those rock star bangs. Uh, they they were. It's more of a pop star thing, which I think would be better for her. I think she makes a more better, uh, uh more convincing pop star, especially when Rhea Ripley comes out after the match and just uh, stands on the apron and then holds the title over the ropes, and that's literally all she does. It's just menacing, like, haha, I have this, you don't. Uh, and she is clearly the the more rock star of the two. Uh, yeah, I have problems with that still. Mm-hmm. All right, you have the problems you want to have, man. We all choose our I, problems. And that's what I do daily. That's 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 my cross to bear. Did you watch any NXT? I I so I started watching one and I'm like, "Oh, it's just going to be like rehash of some of the best of recent things." So I stopped watching. The last episode was, yeah. yes, it was a 2-hour recap of a lot of takeover matches, a couple of other main uh, uh, just uh, matches at full sale or wherever. Um, it did have the one single match between Riddle and Ono that did kind of, you know, go places and was an actual, just a, a new match. But you yeah. didn't get to watch that. No, I did. I, I saw the, it, it showed up on YouTube later. Who won that match? Was it Riddle again? Uh, yes. Riddle taps out Ono. Uh, they go to shake in the ring, shake hands in the ring. Actually, I, I'm sorry. Fist bump. Riddle wants him for the fist bump and, uh, Ono says, yes, I'll give you the fist bump. And then, of course, attacks him. Then gives him the fist bump after he's laid out. And so Cash Sono still a no good, dirty scoundrel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so you didn't get to watch Gargano Black in a steel cage. No. I for- uh, Is that a thing? Yes, you need to go back and watch that full match because it has the moment uh, that everybody was talking about from the tapings. There was the spoiler that you know, everybody couldn't wait to see, and that is, now that it's happened, I can say it, uh, DIY reforming for at least a moment. And both of them doing the the prepare for the kick and kicking Aleister Black, uh, con Kiko, I guess, in Edge and Christian terms, and uh, that gets Gargano the match. Please tell and me you didn't come up with the con Kiko. I mean, is that I, your word, or did somebody else say that? Well, concerto is edging. I, I know, so but that concerto is the the version with the kick, I guess. But did you come up with that, or did somebody else call it that? I need I to mean, know if I I'm just, ashamed of you. I or somebody literally else. just came up with that. Yes. Does that make you feel better? Not really. No. Okay. Well, deal. I'll with if it, I can podcast with someone who thinks that's a good word. Well, I'm coming up with more of them because that's my resolution in 2019. <laughs> More stupid terms and, and work plays on words. Um, so, yeah, uh, and people are now saying, like, does is, is that mean they're they're back together? They asked them after the fact, like, you know, they talked to Johnny Gargano. Was this the plan all along? Was it to you guys to reform and take out Aleister Black? He's like, I mean, that was never the plan, but I, I see more clearly now what I what I need to be doing. And if that aligns with somebody for a moment, then sure, that's going to work. 
and uh, they talk to Champa, and of course he says, "I'm so glad Johnny's seen the light," and you know this will only lead to better things for the two of us down the road. And it, it if they reformed as an evil tag team, especially if Champa lost the title uh, to Black again at, in Phoenix, I I think that would be a wonderful thing. But I it, they're kind of in a rebuilding, not rebuilding, but like a refocusing phase in NXT right now and so I'm not I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen with anybody like will Bel Air who just won the title match uh, the title opportunity at Phoenix will she beat Baszler so she can move up or so she can move on to a three on three tag thing with uh, Sane Shirai and Kim or Yim sorry yeah uh, I, I think that would be the way to go I think Bianca Belair you know needs a, a, a title win pretty soon and I think she's ready for it and she's she's I think definitely one of the biggest women stars they have building right now. So I, I'm hoping that's what happens with her, but uh, her, her four way match with, Oh crap. Who else? She's in there with Evans. Who's moving up soon. So does, she doesn't need a title. Um, crap. I'm trying to remember who all was in that match. Probably should have written it. Actually. I, no, I didn't write it down. No, I'm bad. Yeah. Um, that was that's match. a new year's resolution. Well, I, I I didn't write that down because I didn't want to write down all three weeks of stuff. I didn't write down anything from TLC, which, you know, we blew by, but that happened while we were out too. But I just, yeah, I can't be bothered to write down everything because I'll just be writing nonstop. And then my family says, hey, Christmas happened. I'm like, oh, did I get any presents? And they say, no, you're a terrible dad. And I say, oh, I'll do better next year. And then Raw and SmackDown literally have episodes on Christmas again. And I'm, ah, I'm sorry. Terrible Father's back. 2019, same as 2018. Uh, there's one big ringside area mo- uh, news item that we want to talk about briefly. We uh, are woefully in- ill-equipped to talk about the details of it. But uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and uh, Cody's wife... Brandy and uh, Hangman Page, I think, are the first signees slash founders of AEW, All Elite Wrestling. AEW, AEW, AEW. It does really just drip right off the tongue, so it's very easy to chant. Uh, it's not, not not a difficult thing to do. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but the billionaire that's backing it, uh, you know, is basically, I, I can't remember if he's like a real big fan of wrestling or just, you know, wants to help Cody succeed. I, I don't remember exactly where that came from, but uh, that, that is the deal. Like he's backing this venture. Uh, Cody is CEO. I think I can't remember. They all, they all have high positions in the company and uh, yeah, they are, they are signing talent as we speak, I'm sure. And like I said, they are the first signees, but uh, we talked, you know, briefly before we started recording about who will go there uh, who will go to WWE? Will we have a setup of the Monday Night Wars all over again? Because there's rumor of them getting a TV deal. Uh, apparently, they had an offer already to buy Impact, and we're like, uh, yeah, no thanks. That's, Wait, that, that, Impact tried to sell themselves to AEW? Well, because they have to now, because they're just they they have nothing. Like they're moving to another network, uh, not network, uh, to another channel that I can't remember what it's called, and I definitely don't get it. Uh, so I won't be able to watch any impact anymore. Not that I ever did, but yeah. uh, I won't have the opportunity. And so, yeah, I think they're just, uh, whoever will take us, please. 
and they said, you know, that's there's so much going on there, financials wise and everything else. We don't want all that talent, so it's no, we're we're starting from scratch, so we don't need that. Um, yeah, uh, your thoughts. What what do you think this means? Uh, so I'm super excited about all of this. I think this what this means is that people are going to have the opportunity i really hope it goes to tv because i want people to have an easy opportunity to see other wrestlers it's it's i think the biggest thing that all in struggled with is and and you mentioned this yourself is when you talked about it, is that you didn't know who most of these people were right you'd heard names but you didn't you hadn't seen them before uh the first time i really saw most of these guys wrestle was at all in right and that's that's a shame i think like the more people who see these other wrestlers the more people will realize that there is wrestling outside of wwe right now wwe is wrestling in so many people's minds because that's the way that it's just been built and the way that it's been set up and and that's just the way things are i think AEW is going to be a great opportunity for people to learn that there's wrestling outside of that and that they're going to get to learn a whole nother style of wrestling they're going to see wrestling can be done other ways and that's going to force WWE to realize its styles that wrestling can be done all different kinds of ways. It's going to lift the quality of wrestling just in general. People are going to have choices and when people have choices, they like, you know, things get better and wrestlers are going to have options about where to go. It's no longer going to be take all the money or take no money. And so I'm, I'm really excited for all this and I, there's a lot of wrestlers that I want to go to AEW, and there's a lot of wrestlers that I want to be able to do better in WWE because of it. So I think I think this is just great all around. I I certainly hope all those things are true as well. I hope it uh, you know raises all uh, was a rising tide raises all ships. Yep, rising tide raises all ships. So uh, that's what I hope happens here. Uh, we did uh, briefly discuss Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. who uh, lost at Wrestle Kingdom thirteen. Uh, I did not watch the show. I, I I wish I had, and I may record or I may uh, uh, order it after the fact just so I can watch it because uh, some of the highlights. Uh, poor Kota Ibushi, almost dying, uh, and Jericho looking. Weirder than he's ever looked, which is saying something for Chris Jericho. Um, do look like a puffer fish. There, there's a lot going on there, but so Kenny Omega lost. So rumor is that he would sign with AEW, or also apparently right now, currently he has a very very good deal on the table from WWE. So would he sign there and show up as a surprise in the Rumble? Uh, yeah, I I would really prefer him to go to AEW. I think. He is the biggest name they could possibly get. Him going to WWE at this point instead of AEW, I wouldn't say it would kill AEW, but, I mean, if you can't get one of your best friends to come and do it, the guy that you've done shows with and knows you you and your, your goals and your dreams inside and out, if he's not on board, then that just makes AEW look from a wrestler's point of view, look less promising, I would assume. I don't know. But that, and it would just be like, oh, well, if he's not there, why would I watch? He's the biggest name they could easily get. And, you know, he's he's amazing. And, and we, I, I think they need him. I, 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 they definitely could use him. 
uh, more than WWE right now. And uh, the, yeah, I the, the rumor is that WWE's offer is so good that if he turned it down, he'd be a fool. Um, he's older. Not he's not, he's not quite at his. He's not. I think he's probably past his peak. But he's right there at that cusp, and so if he, you know, wants to get that WWE run in, I think time is maybe running out. I, I don't think going WWE for the first time. Well, technically he's been there before, but he wasn't there for long, and he wasn't actually in WWE. Uh, just in de- developmental. Apparently, there's a match with him and Daniel Bryan that's awesome. That would be fun to recreate if he showed up. Um, yeah, I just it's one of those fantasy booking. Like, yeah, it'd be awesome if he goes AEW because they would have an awesome name. Uh, the awesome name, arguably, and would be better off for it. But if he goes to WWE, then he has, you know, did uh, he start the fantasy booking? Like, oh my god, I want to see him wrestle this guy, and oh, I can't wait to see him wrestle such and such, and him and Seth Rollins are gonna tear it up. Sorry, burn it down. Um, yeah, it, it, it's exciting. Like it, this has been rumored for a while. People are saying, you know, when the first year hits, this is what's getting announced, and sure enough, it did. And here we are, and. I, th- I think the next few weeks are going to be very exciting as we build towards Royal Rumble. And the, uh, I think they're doing it before WrestleMania. Uh, the Basically the sequel to All In, which will be called Double or Nothing. So I guess all their pay-per-views are now going to be poker-themed. I'm not sure if that's official, but uh, yeah. Probably it, just the first few. I'd, I would hope. That would be hard to continue and also forced, but whatever yeah uh, there's gonna be lots of exciting things happening in the world of wrestling in the coming weeks and um, i'm excited to be following it all and i hope you know the new era continues to be new or i hope it it begins to be new and uh we get exciting matchups and royal rumble is awesome as it almost always is and yeah we move on there with a very clear picture of of where we're going afterwards and that, that's my hope for 2019. For now. Yeah. Until we get to WrestleMania. Honestly, I'm very optimistic about how wrestling is going to go in general. Uh, I know we kind of harp on the negatives, but I watched some videos about the good things that happened this year. I'm like, yeah, there was actually a lot of great stuff that happened this year. And we're set up for a lot of great things to happen next year. So, you know, it's... Or this year, I guess. Man, it's 2019. It's stupid. I don't like it. Yes, that's the tagline for 2019. It's stupid. I don't like it. But I like wrestling, and I like talking about it. And we'll talk about it next week on an episode of Pro Grapplers. Until then, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to the show. Get it wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, you will find the episodes, and they will come right to you. That's how podcasts work. Uh, you can leave a review in some places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I believe. Uh, Apple Podcasts is the the main review spot. If you'd like to leave us a review, that is the one that matters, is how they say it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at P Grapplers, individually. I am at the Jason Sigler. And I am individually at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I am Steve the Shinkakashini. We are all clasping hands and running inevitably towards the Royal Rumble here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.